Welcome to the Whittier Wild Chat. This is where we break down the rundown and talk about all things Whittier. I'm Dominique Betancourt, your co-president. I'm Olivia Schreiner, co-chair of the Book Fair. And I'm Justin Witty, a member of the Beautification Team. Welcome to the Whittier Wild Chat. This is episode 20, and has anyone figured out what week of school it is? I'm just in the moment. The week is the week that it is. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Namaste, yeah. brother. Namaste. I wow. got the Whittier flow going. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Whittier flow, I got to figure out when to bring that back. Oh. Can't wait. Maybe That's I can right make here. it. Oh. Well, <laughs> first up on PTO News, um, we had our PTO meeting last week, and it was a great PTO meeting. I was highly encouraged by a lot of discussion that had happened. Mm-hmm. Principal Robinson gave us some good um, insights, not only into sort of the feeling around back to bagels, but also um, there were some great questions about Whittier's vaccination rate. So mm-hmm. if anybody caught the news, um, in all of the district, we are second to the lowest of vaccination rate. Really? Wow. I know, it's kind of... But what does that look like as a number? It was 69%. Okay, so it's oh. still above right. it's average like, yeah. for like the... But yeah. it could be better, for right? Sure. Compared yeah. to like others, um, which I don't know off the top of my head, but it was much, they were much higher. So, mm. in any case, people are like, "Well, you know, what can we do? Like, how do we encourage our community? Like, what can we do to really get people to feel more comfortable about getting their kids?" Vaccinated? Would it help if we got vaccinated? Um, I'm just kidding, everyone. We've can been vaccinated give me a mask, from the start. Please? <laughs> <laughs> boosted, vaxxed. vaxxed, and boosted. Um, but yeah, so I think there was some great ideas shared, and I talked. And his trailery, I was like, man, you know, everybody trusts you. How about we get you back on the podcast? She's game. So. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's so good to have her back. I just like talking to her about her experience growing up babysitting in our house. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> the mingle. That's right. It's the Maya mingle. It's right around the corner. Is and that the mingle at Maya? Yeah. Oh, did I call it the Maya mingle? I don't know. Which one is it? It's the mingle. At Maya. So I mean, it's all M's, so I think yeah. it works. Okay. There's going to be Olympics. Wow. Right? Still? Yeah. Olymp- yeah they go I, that's going to be like the last day before the closing ceremony. Oh, so just be the ice marathon. Oh, is that what's at the last that day? Ends. They run around. The and ice sculpting. Ice sculpting. <gasps> yes, <laughs> ice sculpting. I love it. Um, and we have 20 people signed up already, so very much. Encouraging. Ex- yes. There is excitement brewing about the Maya Mingle. Mingle at Maya. <laughs> <laughs> so sign up because it is limited to 50 slots. Yep. That's correct. And we're going to have that whole place to ourselves. It's going to be great. But Unfortunately, I, the full uh, crew from the Whittier Wild Chat will cannot not be, be there. there. I know. I just have a very special family member coming in that I can't miss, which is really uh, tough for me because I was emceeing the trivia. I got it so all put together. Can you bring them to the Mingle? Uh, no, sorry, they're it's in Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, you're going to see them in Indianapolis. I am, I am, I but I mean, I was going to emcee the trivia, and we got this whole Kahoot thing. I got all these categories, like Justin wanted 90s hip-hop. I made it happen. <laughs> We're going to do 2000 movie, 2000s movies. Oh, um, and so we got some great, fun you know, trivia. We got great prizes. I mean, Amy scored some sweet prizes mm. um, and $100 for the grand prize winner. But uh, I do need a new MC to mm. do the... Um, so I'm going to be hustling on the blacktop. So if you see me coming, don't run away. So yeah, great food. We got a wild wildcat margarita all lined up. Ooh, Ooh. it's going to... 
we're gonna. Is it a margarita? <laughs> Oh, that didn't work. Wait, wait. Margarita? No, no. Margarita? No, not working. Margarita. There it is. There it is. That's it. Now you got it. You killed it. First try. Took some workshop. God, we scripted all that. It's amazing. So just a reminder that we have more PTO play dates Yay. coming mm-hmm. up. Those are at the Dole Library. Uh, I guess it's called the Common Room. The yes, community, the community room. room. The yeah. common room sounds more magical, like Harry Potter. Oh, uh, oh, okay. It's the it's the enchanted should, hall of the Dole. <laughs> you should put a request Wait, in. <laughs> you put a request in. Are there um, going to be any soaring letters at this PTO meeting? Well, uh, you know, game? we we tried to book um, the floundering Fs, <laughs> and they were unavailable. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, and the opulent Os were also busy, but we did get the flying Vs. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes. So Hi-ya! Flying V uh, Martial Arts Group will be there at the next uh, play date on the 13th from 12 to 2. And we have dates set through May. So this is like yes. an ongoing thing. It's so check be. it out. At Whittier PTO. And she's got like a reptile guy for next month. Yeah. And then the second half of February is going to be all about Valentine's making mm-hmm. crafts. It's going to be awesome. And then we're going to have the um, the hovering H's sometime in April. So oh, okay. it'll be good. Or right? the Jack O. No, I can't do it. I don't. Not that good. The February restaurant of the month is going to be Starship. Have you ever been to Starship? You know, I have not been. I know it's a local favorite. I drove by the other day. It's in Forest Park. It looks really cool. Kind of like a classic place that's been around for a while. It does, yeah. And it's got like some, got all kinds of cool, I don't know if you call it memorabilia or how would you describe that Star Trek, right? It's like a Star Trek theme, sort of. I forget. I haven't been there in a while, but um, it is kind of a cool place. They, It's more like comfort food based, but they do have some amazing soups Mm. is what I hear. So that Mm. is going to be on Tuesday. So again, when you call in and you order on Tuesdays throughout the whole month. So this is a little bit different than our other restaurants. Um, restaurant, you know, featured is usually one day, but this is every Tuesday. And all day, they do breakfast through dinner, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. So you got lots of options with Starship. Um, so breakfast, boom, Starship. And again, Lunch, remember, Starship. mention Whittier PTO and uh, part of your purchase goes back to the PTO. 20%, right? Uh, Sure. I think so, but we'll double check. Um, also, if yes. you imagine, if you're curious 20%. what this place is like, when I saw it, I thought, if there was like a 90s sitcom about our community, this is where all the kids would hang out after school. Oh, yeah. It's like a total Saved by the Bell kind of set. That is, that's such cool. a great point. What was the point. name of that? That's a good trivia question. Oh. What was the name oh. of the cafe or the diner? I'm in writing Saved it down. By the Bell? I'm writing I think, it down. I think down. it was the Catapulting K. We'll call it, is that 90s sitcom <laughs> trivia? Yeah, 90s that's what that would be. sitcom trivia. That's, that's so, a good category. I, yeah. I think people would kill it. Order those Starship meals every Tuesday a month. How many Tuesdays left this month? That's where we're trying Four, to figure right? Not left. No, there's already been one. Oh, three. Then that's three. No, it's, no, there's two. But it's February. Is it just oh. two left? Man. I don't know, guys. Oh. We're not really paying oh, attention it's around week, here. Week Sorry. 10,576. <laughs> That's why you come here for specific information. Clearly, (laughs) we could obviously look at a calendar, but we just don't got the time. (laughs) But we do have time for Valentine's Day. And if you haven't thought about Valentine's Day yet, we've we've got you covered. (laughs) It's the one I skip every year. Yeah, this is not the best time to bring that up. 
with a little off mic comment. <laughs> if you want to celebrate this completely idiotic holiday. <laughs> that is exactly how I feel. So the schoolhouse, which is an awesome company they do they do so many things they have classes that leva takes uh baking classes wonderful classes yeah and they do pizza kits a lot Mm -hmm. of people do the pizza kits you order um a pizza kit from schoolhouse and they send you dough and sauce and instructions i didn't know that yeah it's a cute little space right on ashland and and river forest it used to be the sugar beet schoolhouse right maybe people remember it around that yeah Yeah. they've been transitioning to to river forest um well for valentine's day they have two options that you could order they have cookies that mm-hmm. you can frost. Comes with it's a kit, so it comes with the cookie dough, comes with the frosting, mm. comes with the cookie cutter. Nice. Or you could get uh, goldfish uh, dough and a little goldfish cookie cutter, and you can purchase this through the newsletter or the website. And when you when it um, when you do part of your purchase. What? What happens? It's a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. People, it's a fundraiser. This is not just an ad for And I do believe that this is actually a Whittier parent that owns this. Oh yeah. Well, former Whittier parent. Yeah, yeah. So kind of amazing. You know, full circle support. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is a really great organization to support, and the the cookies and the crackers, I guarantee, will be delicious Mm -hmm. because Leva does come home with the stuff from this place, and they are very good and very fun. I'm amazed at what what she bakes when she's there. Yeah. Donuts, and it's really ignited a love of baking for her. So oh, maybe nice. it could do that for you know, yeah, your child your as well. But yeah, I mean, everybody loves a solid goldfish, right? Yep. Who's so you'll make these goldfish? together. Welcome to solid goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So check that out on the website whittierpto.org. Very excited this week, ladies and gentlemen, peoples. We have Principal Robinson from Whittier on today. How'd you guys book him? I mean, it took a lot of it took a lot of um, arm wringing. Just be like, "Come on, man, come on!" Um, But yeah, so we're very excited to have him here today. So welcome, Principal Robinson. I don't know if you have to welcome him. We'll just throw it to the interview. He's not here right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Mr. Robinson? <laughs> Mr. Robinson, are you here? <laughs> Principal Robinson, please report to the uh, front office. Thank you. Welcome to the Wild Chat. We have our first interview of the year, which we're very excited about. We have Principal Robinson on. Hi, Principal Robinson. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here. So happy to have you here with us. And when I when I would have a question for you, my first question for you is what got you here? What got you into teaching and principling? Oh, wow. I'm pretty um, confident that's not a word, but we're just going to let that go, principling. I actually really like that word. It's a really good word. Um, <laughs> so for me, um, what got me into teaching? So... I knew I wanted to be a teacher at a very young age. Um, Both of my parents actually worked in education. Uh, My father was a teacher assistant and my mother was an administrative assistant. Um, So I actually went to the same school my mother worked at. 
Um, so I Ooh, spent the majority of that, my childhood inside of a school. After is that school hours, pros and it's cops? <laughs> I know, right? I just never left the school. Um, but when I was younger, um, after school, I spent time in different teachers' classrooms, helping with bulletin boards, making copies, just really getting to know the staff and really developing a love for the profession. And so at that age, I knew that I wanted to do the same when I grew up. So I did everything, took all the steps that um, I needed to to become a teacher. Now, being a principal was never in the cards for me. That's something I did not want to do. Um, I saw myself as a career teacher, staying in the classroom until I retire, but um, I was kind of pushed or nudge gently um, into pursuing my uh, master's in school leadership. And since then, it's been, I've been on the road to, I guess, this seat as a principal. Can, can we ask who uh, gave you the nudge? That's what I wanted to know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, one of the principals that I worked for, when I worked in the city of Chicago, um, the Inglewood neighborhood, the principal mm-hmm. at that time really just kind of um, convinced me that I really should um, look into becoming a school leader. Uh, and he really kind of became my mentor. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So I actually did my internship with him. Um, he actually gave me my first principal position. Um, and still to this day, him and I are very much um connected and he still serves as my mentor to this day oh that's wonderful wow, what were, that is what, sorry what were you teaching at when before you started down this path so believe it or not um, believe it or not um, i started teaching second grade so i was a second grade teacher yes a very tall and big second grade <laughs> teacher yes uh, <laughs> I was so nervous at first because everyone was so small. Um, so I started off teaching second grade. I also taught third grade, but majority of my teaching experience, almost five or six years, um, I taught fourth grade. Okay. And that's kind of like my passion. Loved fourth grade. Loved teaching fourth grade. Nice. I know a fourth grader. Wink, wink, wink. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know, you know, you came to us uh, a few years ago. And so, you know, first can always be fun, but they also can be kind of tough. So I guess I'm curious, what was your most memorable moment from your first year at Whittier? So um, my most memorable moment was the first day of school. Hmm. So just like many educators, like students, there are so many like nervous feelings, <laughs> nightmares about the first day of school. And so I had them um, being new to Whittier, um, being new to the community, a new job. I had so many just kind of like nightmares the week uh. leading up to the first week of school. Um, but once I walked into the building and I was, I felt the energy, the just the positive energy, the excitement of the staff. Um, and how they were just so excited um, for the first day of school. I'm like, okay, this is great. <laughs> but once I stepped outside on a blacktop and I just saw all of our students, all of our Whittier Wildcats, 
and families and everyone was just so excited. Um, and that energy right there just kind of like washed all of my nervousness away. Aww. And I just, you know, this kind of feeling just came over me like, okay, I think I can get used to this. Like I can, I think I'm in the right place. Aww. And to me, That's that awesome. moment stands out. It stands out to this day. Like it was just a really wonderful first day. And I don't think, you know, the staff or even the parents knew like just the energy that was um, that was felt that day just made me realize that was the right move um, coming to Whittier. Oh, that's oh wonderful. my God, that's so exciting. I, I have goosebumps yeah. from that story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's and wonderful. And I feel like we should replicate it in 2022, 2023 school year when we I are like back we in the blacktop. Yeah. We should. You know, we're and back I was, on the blacktop, right? Yep. No math. Maybe. No, yeah. said no <laughs> But I also, I didn't know um, the president of the TTO at that time, one of the co-presidents, surprised me that day right before the bell rung, with, um, told me I needed to make a speech to everyone. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I don't know what to say at this moment. I wasn't oh, prepared for this. Um, and then I was um, given, like, Whittier swag. Oh, and it was oh, just, nice. just a wonderful experience. Like it was oh. like a whole kind of like ceremony um, that first day. It, it was wonderful. It was a great feeling. Oh, that's a great. That's a great memory. And speaking of great feelings, do you have a Whittier accomplishment that you're feeling most proud of at this stage of the game? It's been quite a few years <laughs> that you've been at the yeah, helm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's been a um, it's been a crazy um, <laughs> last few years, <laughs> and so I think uh, in thinking about this question, um, I think one of the things that I am most proud of, I think, is just the staff. Um, over the last couple of years, there's been so many changes, so many challenges, and so many things that we had to quickly adapt to. And with every change, with everything that we had to do, the staff has just been so great about it. Um, it pushed many of us to step out of our comfort zone. And just being a principal and leading through a pandemic, um, it's been challenging, but I think for me it's been very rewarding. Mm. Because I think through this time, I have seen the growth in our staff. I've seen the team come together through the most challenging moments, um, and we've just become closer. Mm. And I think as a principal, being able to look at that and see how your staff, um, how they're dealing with some of the most challenging times that we will ever endure, mm -hmm. or will endure, I mean, it's been, it's been very rewarding at the same time. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, you know, like I'm blessed to actually just be able to be part of just this community. Um, and so that's been one of my kind of having time to reflect, just one of the most, um, I guess, proud moments. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Thanks. That's you know, great. getting. That's all right. So, yeah. so I guess when, so, you know, always when we look at our accomplishments and we're looking at all the, how far we've come, right? There's always, I think, in the back of my mind, this opportunity of, man, I, I, there's a little bit more to do. So when you think about 
sort of the areas at Whittier that you really want to see uh, more improvement in or really want your staff, the students, the community to kind of lean into and, you know, maybe see some change in? What are some areas, uh, what's an area that you feel like is really a place where you're like, man, we could really do better here? Yeah, so um, as a principal, you're looking through many different lenses um, at your school. And I think one of the things when I think about that question is really two things. Um, the first is just the experience that um, our scholars, they have um, during the time that they're here. Um, I just want to make sure that that's a positive experience. And I want to continue to improve on that. Um, and so one of my goals is to really just kind of make sure that we're listening to all of our scholars. Um, we're providing the different opportunities to kind of get feedback from them, to hear their voices, because as adults, we sometimes um, tend to kind of make decisions and do things without including the perspective of students. And sometimes their perspective is the most important perspective. And so one of the things that I really do want to improve in is how we're collecting feedback from our students and how we're using that feedback. And I think if we get extremely strong with that, that's going to improve the academic performance and also the social um, experience of our students. And I think for me as a principal, I'm always thinking of ways like how can I improve that? And how can I continue to um, make sure that all of their voices are heard and all of our scholars, when they walk through this door, they feel like they're known and they're celebrated. And that's something I want to continue to work on with the team. I love that. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's excellent. Uh, look forward to seeing how that manifests in the months yeah. ahead. <laughs> um, I, I think I heard a small child in the background. <laughs> are you are you um are you at home mr robinson and if you are what is no. life <laughs> no you're not <laughs> no i'm actually um i'm actually at school so oh you it's are quiet <laughs> that was yeah. dominique well house. actually principal yeah principal <laughs> robinson was uh at home uh last night for the pto meeting oh and yeah he likes to make sure everybody knows that it's playtime and bedtime at his house. <laughs> playtime is bedtime, Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But yeah, I think our listeners would love to know what a day in the life at the Robinson house is like. <laughs> wow. Um, it's a busy, it's a busy, busy um, day. So um, we have um, the family includes first our oldest which is Lexington, and Lexington is a black lab. Um, he is eight years old. He is my oldest child. Um, and then we have Alex. Alex is seven. He is in first grade. Then we have Catalina. She is in kindergarten. And then we have Preston Sergio. And um, Preston is actually um, still in preschool. He's three. Wow. And so there is never a quiet moment. Um, at the Robinson's house. The only quiet moment we have is at night when everyone is asleep. But a typical day, um, let's take tonight. So Friday is actually pizza night. Um, right. And while we are having pizza, 
whatever new movie is out, um, our students, I mean, our um, kids are like extremely excited because that's when we watch whatever movie is out, whether it's Sing Two <laughs> um, or um, some of the other movies. Um, that's what we're doing. Um, Saturday is usually um, we try and do something together as a family. Tomorrow we're trying to figure out what we're going to do um, as a family because our weeks are the weekday is so busy for uh, my wife and I. My wife is actually an assistant principal in CPS, so wow. um, our time like we're really busy during the week. So on Saturday and Sunday, our goal is just to make that um, family time. Thanks. So we try and shut work down and just try and be present and very in the moment with our kiddos, with our babies. Wow, that's nice. That's awesome. That's Man, a good a reminder for everyone. That's a lot. That's uh, a lot of principle. Yeah, no, Olivia makes a good point, right? Like, you got to shut it down and, and do the family yeah. thing and stay focused on the weekends. That's how and you it's recharge. really hard to do. It's it is. really hard to do. Because then you got house and stuff to do. And my wife and I, we try and hold one another accountable to doing it. Like, if I'm sneaking in the corner and checking the email, my wife is like, um, Patrick? Yeah. And I did the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good, All right, that's a well, good reminder. <laughs> yes. And this has been great. We really appreciate you taking the time. And we um, won't force you to choose between our kids and who is your favorite. <laughs> Unless it's really easy for you. I mean, you know. I know. Wake, wake, wake. <laughs> uh but uh as you i hope you know that everybody at whittier really appreciates not only your leadership um in general but just your leadership throughout you know these really challenging last couple of years i i think we would all agree and the back the bagels i think was real reflective of that that we all really appreciate the teachers and the staff and like all of their ability to just pivot and change and be agile um, that's not something you always associate with uh, the education system. So yeah. it's been really fantastic. And we all really appreciate all the work that everybody there does. And I well, have, thank you for that. Yeah. And I have to say you stand out even amongst, I'm at Brooks too. And I hear from other parents and I feel like Whittier has a, has a really good thing going. And I know that ha- has to do with leadership. So we really appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that. And also know that whenever I'm talking with other principals at district meetings, I am always bragging about how lucky I am to actually be within this community. And so I feel the exact same um, when it comes down to the community that I'm in. I'm just so appreciative of just the staff, just the Whittier community, the families and everyone, um, how we have been in this together and we have been working through this pandemic together. And so I just appreciate all of our families, all of our families, and a huge thank you to everyone that's listening. Well, thanks for coming on. And uh, I guess we'll we'll catch you on the blacktop next week. Thanks a lot, Principal Robinson. Oh, let me say that was a great interview. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. it It was fun to learn about like him and think about him with his family and then his wife's also an assistant principal yes. and like it, and he grew really up great. pretty much in a school yeah like all day after school like pretty much 100 percent grew up in a school i think that's pretty awesome 
So we have been talking a lot about <laughs> the Wolves game, right? And the Wolves yeah. game is a fundraiser. March 13th. March 13th. Bought our tickets. Mm-hmm. Kids are very excited. I got hustled. Free hustle. hats. <laughs> Free Free hats. hats. Yeah. Um, I got hustled today. Made sure, you know, did you buy our hockey tickets? And I was like, yes, I did. So we love the Wolves game. And it's going to be great. And we're going to have a silent auction. Again, quick plug. If you got some cool or service. You know what I was thinking? Can I spit this game at you? I was thinking Can about offering. Can you spit this game at us? Can I yes. spit this spit game that, at you? Spit away that game. I, I mean, I'm not going to really spit hashtag COVID life, but I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> but what I mean is um, I was thinking about offering my personal co-president babysitting services that people could. <laughs> well, apparently. <laughs> that I would give you two hours of my that's time. That's pretty good. Right? Yeah. That yeah. you could silent auction my time as your co-president. And then we could seek out uh, a family therapist to unpack that as another award. Okay. So it'd be like a First bundle. First and foremost, kids A, love me. <laughs> B, I got two of my own who are pretty You're, cool. You have, your kids are great. <laughs> so I feel like that would be a great thing to offer, it's very right? Good. And, well, and here's this. Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I apparently am speaking with uh, Greg, also on the uh, beautification team. <laughs> So beautiful. So uh, beautiful. And that uh, we are offering a free library, custom designed and built free library. Oh, oh that's a great one. That's right. Well, so he's an architect. Yeah. I'm going to help build it and, and it's gonna, that's going to be an amazing one. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a really great idea. And that's what I was going to say. Is there like some kind of crafty thing you do that you could offer up? Right. I'm talking to the greater audience now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you I mean, even a thing. small service or your time, even your yeah. time and doing anything time. Like, let's say shoveling offer oh, March is a little late for that. Never but been. imagine if you're like, man, I love scrapbooking. Mm-hmm. You give me your photos. Mm-hmm. You give me some stories. I'll scrapbook the beep out of that for you. Then, Amazing. Yeah. Right. People love that stuff. So, I mean, that's a, we're still looking for lots of ideas. Hey, there, maybe Raffle. we should auction a, a guest spot on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> guest host a podcast <laughs> oh for your PTO. you can be on the wild chat <laughs> oh man so in any case so we you know we talk a lot about the wolves so definitely go buy your tickets it's going to be a lot of fun but it, what it leads into is this back half of the year we don't have a lot of time left and as a pto we have struggled for many years around balancing our budget yeah and the pro is that we have a savings um, that we've had for a long time that has had um, more than enough to cover our deficit that right. we've hit every year. But it's like all, like everybody else's savings, it will run out at some point in time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really need to be thoughtful, I think, this year on restructuring our strategy because this year we really focused on how do we use a lot of that savings because it's pretty, it's a pretty high amount of savings for mm-hmm. a PTO. Mm-hmm. So we use a lot of that to invest in things like the Gaga Pit, the T-shirts, like really kind of rallying the community back, right? Um, which are great investments and and well worth investments. But we also need to think about how do we um, get balanced. I right. kind of feel like Joe Biden. Like, how do we balance our budget, everybody? Build back balance. Build, yeah. build back balance our budget. Betterly. Betterly backed balance. Um, so, Boy. so we need to, yeah, keep going. So we need to think about new strategies, right? I mean, yeah. we need to have fundraisers that can cover, right now we have a budget that's around between sixty to $80,000, depending mm-hmm. on the year. 
Um, and we don't include, I don't include wise in that because wise typically kind of pays for itself. Yeah. Um, so ju- that's just all the programs that we do. We fund a ton of, um, for the free and reduced lunch, we fund those families to go yeah. on field trips and yeah. get shirt, like all this stuff, right? One book, one school. Um, and we want to be able to just say, come to Mingle at Maya and not have to pay anything, right? right? Mm-hmm. right. We want to be able to do that so you feel like, man, I invested in the PTO and I'm getting some ROI out of it, right? Back mm-hmm. to school event, end of the year picnic, mm-hmm. all that stuff um, comes from us and we want to be able for you to feel value outside of the academics, right? Your kids go to school, math, reading, writing, right? It should be more than that. Yeah. And the PTO is part of providing that. So we need to think about new strategies and new ideas about well, how to fundraise. There's two things about that, right? One, over the past two years, we have not been able to have all the fundraisers we normally have. Right. For one, because I know that like Trivia Night used to be a big fundraiser for Correct. us. Correct, yeah. We haven't been able to have that for a while. Um, even smaller ones, like we've only had the one book fair this year that was amazing. It was amazing. It had the most money we've ever raised. But that's Huge. the one side. And then the other side, I feel like at the same time, we're always asking yeah. for little bits of money. So whether it's these great partnerships with restaurants, which we really appreciate, uh, or the Wolves game, but it's always it's always bundled in something else where we just get a percentage. Right, right. Versus, versus and I think the other thing is, is uh, there's a leader there's a leader on the leadership team that is always in the back of my mind around we can't keep constantly going to the the Whittier community right we can't keep pulling from Peter to pay Paul just constant, right. and so we have to think about how do we show value maybe to the wider community because Whittier is not only brings you value because your kids go there but everybody else that buys a home here continues Absolutely. to live here right I pass their kids going to Whittier they're getting value out of the community or out of Whittier being there. Um, and especially it kind of leads into the basketball courts. Yeah. Amazing conversation with Lincoln P- principal today, or excuse me, last week, because one of the fee, one of the questions was, well, man, we put in these basketball hoops and everybody wants to know who's going to show up after hours, right? Is right. there going to be an issue? Are we going to have to manage a problem? Are we going to have to have all this maintenance and replacing hoops? And, and to be clear, we just mean like kids hanging out all night playing basketball. Yeah, Nothing totally. mischievous or like, but, no. but also that's something to take into consideration. Right. And, yeah. and that's what your surrounding community, meaning mm-hmm. the houses that are there, right. right? That's what they're going to be thinking about. And Lincoln had amazing feedback. So their courts are brand new as part of their construction. So they're super oh, nice. Part of that new construction yeah, that so many schools know, got. You know, sometimes nice. you got to advocate on the board. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you get new construction. And so, you know, so they got these really nice basketball courts. So I was just, you know, asking them questions like, hey, what is your experience like? Are you getting any complaints or compliments, mm-hmm. right, from the surrounding community? No complaints. The biggest thing that they struggle with is after hours is like trash and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. That's a, not a deal breaker problem. It's a solvable problem. Mm-hmm. And so... Their other feedback was you have to think about maintenance, right? right? And your custodians not only managing the trash, but you know, do they have to manage anything else? But that I mean these are like details. Details. The point is that I think you're getting at is that this is a project that really adds to the community and offering something as well as the students. Right. It helps to improve the campus. And as you were saying at the beginning, which I agree with, is that even though 
there's a lot of people in the Whittier district who no longer have kids at the school. Our community is still very much tied into the health of the school. Correct. Whether it's just physical, you want to live around it, that how quality of the school is depends how many people are moving in. Right. Good point. It has point. to do with like the value of your home. But also it's odds are at some point you had kids there or maybe you went there right. if you're living in this community. So this is, I think it, it's a great project to kind of increase that. And I th- what I think I, I'm hearing you saying is that maybe we need to focus on how are we just specifically fundraising for this project or? Well, I, I think this could be a good kickoff for how do we engage our broader community mm-hmm. and we've had a couple suggestions about how do we engage alumni, right? Yeah. We do, maybe we don't have to do a gala, but maybe we do some outdoor carnival, right? And like, yeah. come on down, like bring your kids or do, you know, we'll have a dunk take for adults. I mean, I literally made that up on the spot. Do not hold me to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a way to encourage them to come back, right? Because at the end of the day, your kids will not go to school longer pretty much any in any other time in their life, right? They go to grade school from K mm-hmm. to five. Yeah. Like that's a long stretch for you to be part of a single Absolutely. school mm-hmm. in a single community. So it probably has the biggest impact on you. Whether you're like burnt out, you're like peace out middle school, <laughs> you guys do whatever you need to do, or you're like it was the best time because I met great friends, yeah. I met great families. Um, so I think it's a great, opportunity for us to use the basketball courts because again we could pay for that out of our savings i don't think that's the smartest move for us to do but if we could say can we share in the community to help us fund not only the basketball courts but all the things we're going to do in 22 2022 2023 right Mm -hmm. how do we encourage people to understand this is all the things that pto does right Mm -hmm. help us fund that with a one-time donation and then we could start off the year balanced. Like we never get an opportunity to do that, mm-hmm. um, to start off a year balanced. So then we're not constantly going to the community. We can say, you can come to any event you want. You don't even have to, you know, fork over money for it. The thing we're starting to talk about now is how to make the, the ask to the community for this project. Correct. And if you're listening and you, if you have an, an idea and want to help us out with that and have experience with any sort of fundraising campaigns mm-hmm. or projects similar, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, if not, just keep an eye out for this initiative that we're yeah. going to be rolling out. Please because do. It's, it's serving as a model for how we go forward. So All it's right. great. Well, this was a great discussion. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. We got a lot more to come. Yeah. Is there any mingles or, or hockey games coming up? Uh, Do you guys know about? No, but I just had an idea about black parties. Oh. Is that Are you um, going to share it? Is that episode 21? (laughs) Well, no, I was just thinking like, well, share Like if you're listening to this and you have any ideas or you have fundraising or whatever connections, but the way that we connect to our blocks, which is the community, is through the block party. And like I'm the one who organizes my block party. And so it's like thinking of it block by block, like if... If you're on your block and you're part of your block party, right. and you're like, what them. about these? What if we have a little packet for the basketball courts to oh, do over summer? Oh, nice. And a little and QR code block, to yeah, donate. A little, little block party. Like a little, a little um, yeah. Huh. Oh, I like, like that. A little huh. table tent. Yeah. A little cutout with Winnie. Oh. <laughs> QR, QR code. Oh, I my God. Winnie's going out. to every block party this Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hustling every single block party. It's a lot I of like white it. claws, yeah. Winnie. I don't know. <laughs> She's like, um, I only uh, drink white claws. Does anybody have a white claw here? Yeah, of course Sorry. they do. It's a park block party. 
All right. All right, guys. That's a great idea. I love it. All right. And ideas like that are what matter. All right. Catch me on the blacktop if you want to talk more. Yeah. So next week we have another great interview, right? <gasps> Ooh, we have Miss Vice President, Vice President, Vice Principal. Vice Principal. Wow. Miss McCall Williams. Congratulations, Miss Is it Vice Williams. Principal? Or is I don't know. <laughs> That's a great principal? question to ask. First question. Sure what is your position? <laughs> Assistant I can't wait. Principal. I can't wait. Yeah. What a get. It'll be great. All right. Until then, I guess. Uh, what's the thing you say? We'll catch you on the blacktop. Yeah, that thing. That okay. thing. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, we brought the bike back. Yeah. <laughs>